0: You're listening to the Classic Gamers Guild Podcast.
1: Hello and welcome back to the Classic Gamers Guild Podcast. I am back with Paul and Anna. How are you guys doing today?
0: I'm absolutely marvelous. Enjoying the end of the summer. How about you? Oh, is it the end of the summer already?
1: Oh, damn it. Did I just...
0: Break the news to some people. I'm sorry. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And you can't take that kind of thing back. Send all hate mail to the generic email address.
1: <laughs> not to me personally, please.
2: I mean, you technically can take it back and we'll just edit it out, but. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I am leaving it in there so that everyone is aware of the shame that Anna has brought upon our house.
2: <laughs> to all the not kids listening to have their. Going back to school. That's not happening anyway. It'd be ruined. But anyway, I listen, I'm doing good. And I, I've got, I've got, I want to start this off with a, a, a off topic short rant because I, I had a realization throughout the last few days, uh, literally having trouble sleeping again that, that the secret of Monkey Island is suffers the same, same kind of fate as Raiders of the Lost Ark in that it ultimately is, is pointless and. Your crusades as as Guybrush mean nothing towards the greater plot,
1: but you do get to play <laughs> the game, which is worthwhile, right?
2: Yeah, it is, and it's a great game, and I love the movie, so this isn't a shit on it. But but here, let, let me mm-hmm. just spill it out real quick. So check this out: Guybrush has to complete three trials, right? Mm-hmm. The you got to get the treasure of Melee Island, which is a tourist attraction. You got to defeat the Swordmaster, who just kind of like fights until she's bored um and then you've got to steal the idol which is referred to as like a fancy doorstop in the game so nobody actually wants any of these items they're just things that are hard to get (laughs) so there's that right and then next guybrush's entire quest is it's it's equally pointless like he arrives on monkey island from melee just in time for elaine to be taken right back to melee like as soon as he gets there, she basically heads back to melee. So he could have just sat on the bloody in the bloody scum bar and just waited there, and the same thing would have happened. She would have arrived back, and, and then I mean, he, yeah, he does defeat Lachuk, but only after ruining Elaine's better plan to do the same thing. Like she, she was already about to get herself out of the situation with a much better plan. He ruined that plan, and, and so had to fix it.
1: So I, I don't know. Uh, the way you described it right there sounds fantastic. Like I love it. Like that's amazing when you put it like that. I think that's. I think that's better than being like a conventional uh, hero does journey thing.
2: Yeah. No. And I agree. I absolutely agree. I mean, I. Making the point that, that he is kind of pointless to the story is, is one thing, but that doesn't mean I don't enjoy it. Just like I love Raiders. I think last week I got kind of angry about the Raiders thing. I'm like, you know, that's a bunch of toss. You can fuck off with that because it's, you know, it's the the journey, not the adventure. I love that movie. Most of my life has no impact on, on the world's greater plot. So why why do my heroes have to be any different? (laughs) <laughs> um, and the final one that we can get onto the actual episode is, is, this is obnoxiously technical, I'll, I'll give it that, but upon completing the third trial, the kidnapping sequence starts. Um, so when you go back to the scum bar at that point, the pirates who gave you these trials are gone. And these are the same pirates that said you had to bring them proof of completing the three trials to become a pirate. So you never actually become a pirate. You never tell them that you've you know, you never give them proof that you completed the trials at all. Wow.
1: <laughs> Slight oversight.
2: <laughs> so anyway, that, that's my two AM rant. I had to get out of my system.
1: <laughs> well, um, to counter your rant, which uh, had a negative tone, but actually wasn't that negative. Um, <laughs> to counter that, I, I will uh, I will see it and raise you a positive note I have about Gold Rush in which I have kind of determined the one thing that I would change about Gold Rush that would have made me like it, is um, I-, I wish that the entire game were a different, better game. Wow. Uh. <laughs> Brutal. What a start. <laughs> uh, but at least it wasn't you who actually got me thinking about that. This, uh, this premise comes to us courtesy of Josh Orion Orionkos, who wrote in suggesting that we do an episode about games that are so great, but they just need one little change to make them perfect? And what would it be? What are our games that we only need to change one thing in order for it to be like so much more awesome?
2: You know, the worst part is is that. Uh, I know you really well, but I still let myself be vulnerable in that moment for you to only say, (laughs) be a different game. I mean, it's already the 96th greatest adventure game of all time. Imagine what number it would be if it was a totally different game.
1: (laughs) It could be any of the 95 before it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> i do hear your heart break a little bit every time rick makes fun of it anyways <laughs> tonight if you guys haven't guessed it yet well we're just gonna keep going figure it out
1: why don't you start anna since um you know you're, you're the one who wants to uh actually do our job <laughs>
0: well you know going back in time i, I- I used to like a lot of the old games the the Sim City games and uh oh, Warcraft 1. I know they're not the same, but the thing that is the same is they all have these little menus with square buttons and when you hover your mouse over them they don't tell you any information whatsoever, which is kind of inconvenient when you're going back to a game that you haven't played since you were a teenager and and you you just want to remember what that that line with the little X and the little purple dot means. Mhm. Without uh, going through the book, what you probably don't have,
1: anyways. So well, you know, I'd it's like funny because that. I think the reason why they kind of have like the little pop-up labels when you hover the cursor over a button is um, probably necessitated by the fact that. Uh, You used to have to know what the buttons did by reading the actual game manuals, Mm -hmm. which don't really come with games anymore. Or at least, you know, there'll be like a PDF that nobody ever looks at. (laughs) Um, So they really got to just assume that someone's just going to install the game and dive right in. Yeah. As opposed to like, here's a book. You know, you you mentioned sim games, like Mm -hmm. the sim games, like uh, Sim Earth and Sim Life and probably a bunch of other sim games I haven't played. Mm -hmm. They have textbooks. Like you could teach university undergrad classes on (laughs) -hmm. these games
0: it's true actually you know okay even take a game like afterlife it came in my lucasarts collection and had absolutely no instructions whatsoever and it is like the most complicated sim game ever you can't hover over a button it's not going to tell you what's going on and it you're trying to run heaven and hell at the same time so it's like (laughs) a sim game times two and and you can't even win the game right you can only like not lose Right. So, yeah, you, you bring up a good point. Actual books way back. Yeah, I miss those, but it, I'm not ready for them anymore.
2: It comes with playing God, the manual.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's read it so far, I guarantee you.
2: <laughs> no, but that's a really good one because I I plugged in SimCity for, for a little dose of nostalgia and, and I walked away like four minutes later when I realized that it didn't tell me what the buttons were when I hovered over them. I'm like, you know, I'm not... I'm not bloody gonna do research about this. Like I'm not, I'm not diving into textbooks to play this game right now.
0: Or even Sim Ant, right? I want to play Sim Ant. It's great. I just want to fight the spiders for a little while. Can you give me a quick rundown? Oh, you give me a tutorial, and it's still hard because you don't know what anything means.
2: Yeah, because I got to be memorized I and mean, It's not just glance at it and you just know these things. But yeah, yeah those manuals—they were thick. You, like you could, you could use a bookmark in practical application with these old manuals. That says <laughs> something.
0: Exactly. Sticky note tabs. Yeah. Actually, I did that in my Stardew Valley guidebook. I put little sticky note tabs in each little section so I could refer to it quickly. So books can still be fun. Oh, nice. So, yeah, that's my choice. Add in add in some help on the menus. I'd like, I bet you, I bet you there's a patch. Somebody write in and tell me that there's patches for those old games where I can just pop that feature in. It would be very satisfying.
2: Oh, well, that would be cool. Yeah, mm-hmm, I'd be back for in. For sure. All right, Rick, what All you got, right? mate?
1: Oh, are we jumping right to me? Okay, I was, you you beat me to the punch. I was just about to say, oh, Paul, what do you have next? And, <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay. So I'll go to give you some time to think about your first choice, and um, uh, because normally I like these things to sort of flow into one another, uh, rather than just being point form. But I really don't have anything that matches up with that. So um, um, I guess I'll go with. Uh, I'm going to group a couple of these together because they have all, they all have the same thing that I want a little bit different. Uh, Quest for Glory 4 really could kind of say all the Quest for Glories, but Quest for Glory 4 in particular, I, I could live with the rest. Quest for Glory 4 is an almost perfect game uh, as far as Sierra adventures go. We, we, we love how much they're flawed. And um, that and Ultima 7... They both just need a better combat mechanic. Like, I, I can tolerate Ultima 7. In fact, in some ways, I kind of like it just because, like, I don't really care much about the combat in RPGs anyways. Like, I, I, they need to be there. They're a very integral part and they absolutely are inseparable from the RPG genre, but they're not the fun part of the games for me. So, uh, I kind of like that Ultima 7. I can just turn combat on, wait for a while until it's over and then go back to the game but it could use a little bit more control and Quest Rory 4 could just like not exist in its form at all mm-hmm. and just be like you know one of the other games where you can properly stand your ground and swing your yeah. uh, weapon as opposed to that uh fighting game kind of style
0: Pretty sure the first time I played that game I turned on the auto fight after not too long and just, yeah, up the aggressiveness, up the magic, turn down the defense, and, and let the thing go, because I didn't want to do it.
1: Yeah, funny, people have been mentioning that to me lately. They're saying, like, oh, why don't you just turn the auto combat on? And, you know, um, it just occurred to me now that that's exactly what I said was made Ultima 7's combat tolerable. But I don't think it would for Quest for 4 for me, just because I would still have to sit through it. I'd, you know, I'd have to wait for him to jump around and... I think just the actual, the presentation of the combat really gets me more than anything else where you like got to jump around like it's street fighter or something.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you yeah. like the combat in quest for glory five then? Cause I, I think Lori and Corey mentioned they were particularly proud of how that worked out. I, I like it better.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think they had a lot of really cool ideas that they put into it. Um, I think it's a I only ever played it as a wizard and a thief, and they both have it pretty good because Thief can like uh um throw daggers, that's pretty badass, and the wizard has the frostbite spell, which just <laughs> is the game breaking spell. Mm-hmm. So in that regard, cool, that's awesome. Uh I think the last time I played Quest of Rory four I played as the wizard just because I could just cast spells and spam that, you know, (laughs) playing like Ryu in Street Fighter 2, where you just spam fireballs until the enemy dies. Um, (laughs) That's basically how I played Quest for Glory 4, but playing as a fighter, like a melee class, yeah, yeah.
2: You You just made a good Street Fighter sound effect, too. (laughs) 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 You know, the the adventure games, or games, you know, Grand uh, Quest for Glory 4 is, also RPG, but based on an adventure engine, let's say, uh, or from an adventure company, whatever, you get it. They, they take a lot of, of flack, usually, I think, justified for, for having poor mechanics. But one game that gets gets the same treatment is, is that, you know, the mechanics of the fighting should be better is uh, Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis. And I actually, I got to disagree with that. And I want to get you lots thoughts because, yes, it's the, the mechanics are not complex, but they're not bad. Like, it, it's it's not it's not fancy. There's not a whole lot you can do. But, I mean, like, when you go to punch high or punch low, it reacts. And when you block, you block. I mean, it, it's... I don't know why they're called, like, horrible mechanics. They're not horrible. They're just really, really simple.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never had any issue with it. I, they're not... Like, again, they're not the uh, fun part of the game. But uh, it's in there. And, but I never really had any problems with it. Um, I've only heard recently people actually complaining about it. And that's sort of like, oh, I guess that's a thing.
2: Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't yeah, know. yeah, that was my, like when I, when I heard people and they like it became a bandwagon where the next comment and the next comment, and the next comment was all just concurring and concurring. I'm like, have you gone back and played it? Like it's it's really not that bad, though. Like you know, I, I just I think the thought of of fighting in an adventure style game, people just assume, oh, it's got to be shit. But it's really not. Give it a go. It's not that bad.
0: I, I remember being surprised at how much I liked it. Plus, I mean, there's always the outright. You don't want to get the puzzle points. You can just knock them out and be like, forget
1: it. I don't want to deal with this.
0: Yeah, yeah. So.
1: Also, I mean, like it kind of, it's almost in character for it to be kind of cumbersome because. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Indiana Jones isn't really a brilliant fighter to begin with.
2: Right. Yes, that's a great <laughs> point. Know? It is. He that, kind of
1: gets that's... punched as much as he punches the other guy. but He's just like probably a little bit more resilient.
2: Yes. <laughs> no, it's a great point. That's so much of the reason why I find him, his character so charming because he's, he's a scrapper. You know, mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's not this dominant force, but he's, he's, he's plucky.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, you're like crotch shot. Okay. <laughs> um,
1: so that, that was just the defense. That wasn't you actually wanting to change anything about that game.
2: Correct. Yes, that that's uh, for, for another conversation, but but I will say that that's maybe my pick for a, a perfect a perfect game. <laughs> let's
1: let's all let's all talk about things that we would not change about games as they <laughs> currently
2: are. Uh, you could tell from right out of the gate I was going to be mad at this episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to stay on topic for a whole hour, I understand. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I would change, in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, I would get rid of the bloody ladder maze situation in the Zeppelin. I don't like it. <laughs> right. I, 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 I
1: think mazes always suck, to be perfectly honest.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. They, they always come across as as time fillers. Like, oh, shite, this game needs to be 30 minutes longer than it is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I don't like that. And, and I know this is this is pick one thing, and that is my one thing, but it came down to either <laughs> that, or it's it's like, it's like when you when you're in an argument you're like you're right but like as soon as you <laughs> say but you're an asshole I, I know I know <laughs> we said one thing but here comes the second thing um <laughs> the the navigation in in Lost Crusade is like you gotta the way you get through the castle is like this dungeon crawl thing where like not all sectors are lit up you can only see like a few feet in front of you like one of those two things got to go because it. it that, that's what pops in my mind when I'm like, hey, I should replay Lost Crusade. And then I'll think of one mm-hmm. of them and be like, no, I'm actually, I'm good on that.
0: Well, I mean, I, I could say, yeah, on maps that I, I'd prefer not to have an overhead map on Quest for Glory 3 or 5, but I don't think everybody would agree with me, Rick. I disagree.
1: <laughs> I <don't> really, <laughs> well, I'm here, so let, shocked. Let me put it like this. Let me put it like this, though, because <laughs> if you're going to say no overhead maps, uh, how else would you do it? I guess I would do it more like the
0: maps in number one and number two.
1: Like screen by screen?
0: Screen by screen.
1: Across the entire savannah?
0: Well, yeah. I didn't, I just, I got so stressed (laughs) out by the time constraint. I always felt like I had to beeline everywhere and I, I couldn't go around and do any searching. That's all.
1: And how exactly are you going to find everywhere screen by screen? Well, the time limit would
0: be different. It wouldn't be going like 1 second for like every 1 hour really over the course of the day. It's like I've taken 3 steps, it's been like almost the full day. I better camp now.
1: So you're you're in a flat grassy plain and you can see for like miles. It's like the Canadian prairies. It's like a
0: desert in number 2. You're on a sandy yellow
1: desert. You can yeah, see you for miles. you didn't have to be anywhere. To, there there is like two places You had to you had didn't to have, to, have go. to be
0: anywhere. You had to go all the way to the other kingdom or the other castle later by a
1: caravan that takes you there (laughs) right and it was a long-ass journey yeah (laughs) but i mean generally there's like three places in the desert you actually have to walk to well this wasn't even one of the ones on my list damn it i just brought it up (laughs) because (laughs) max in a a game like quest for glory 3 where you have to constantly be going from place to place and there's Mm. many points of interest or not many but you know several points of interest um Mm. across like three entire Screens worth of overhead map. How are you going to do that screen by screen?
2: With an underhead map. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what he said. I, I just when I first got the game, that was that was the one thing I didn't like, and then I was happy when they brought screen to screen back in number four, and I was just disappointed to see it again in number five. I'm sorry. You're
1: incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> I like I I get. What you mean by you don't like overhead maps? I just, I don't think given the world that they, or the land rather, that they wanted to create for the games, there was really any better way to have done it.
0: Well, maybe they could have slowed the time down a little bit. Then it It's not even about time. Me I out. mean, like
1: actually like going from place to place, screen by screen. Well, for me, it's about time though. Then just say slow down the time, not get rid of the overhead map.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, if you got rid of the time, I'd keep the overhead map. It's not the actual map that's my issue. It was the stress over the time. <laughs> okay, so, all right. Well, we'll But on to my, m- my selection for my <laughs> next choice, is talking about Sierra games, uh, I think if... Uh, If I were to replay Mask of Eternity and I wanted one thing to be different in this game, yes, only one. And I'm going with uh, I would love it if (laughs) if Connor of Daventry could have a a personality, because in in every other game, the characters always have a a little bit of a personality, especially in the later games. And in this one, he's like he's not really funny or really sarcastic or like anything. He's just kind of (laughs) like it is upon the table and I shall take it.
2: I like that one. It's it's, 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 it's just impressively almost passive aggressive. Just like, you know, like what, what's that thing called? Oh yeah, personality. Be lovely if you could find one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd, I'd be much more into playing the game again. Yes. It'd be a little bit more fun when you have to get that camera angle just bloody right to see what's coming in from above your head, you know, where you're messing around with one of those details.
2: I don't, uh, I don't feel like like Connor is, is the right name choice either. <laughs> Nothing against mean- the name. It's a lovely name. It just doesn't strike me as like, like that'd be like, like picturing like the Knights of the Round Table and like a, a mighty, like medieval sword fighter and his name's Tyler. Like I, <laughs> eh, yeah, I got, I got family name Tyler. I love him. It's a good name. If you're, if you're Connor and I'm talking to Connor who's listening right now, your name's <laughs> fine, mate. I'm just saying if, if you were to, to pick up swordsmanship or knightery, you know, you might not fit in.
1: You know, it's even worse name for a pretty decent name is a uh, is if you're like a hero of many lands and like uh, adopted into royalty and they call you (laughs) (laughs) Devon.
0: Oh, poor Devon. Good call. I wonder why they went with that name. Connor or Devin?
1: Devin. Or both. Devon. Well, both really. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll uh, we'll have to have the calls back on again and ask them. But it's a good idea. Um, in, in regards to uh, Connor not having personality or character and having a not great name, uh, I kind of <laughs> always forget that he exists. So I think you both have a point. <laughs>
2: He's
1: forgettable, <laughs> right? See, yeah.
2: and and again, not <laughs> literally you, Connor, forgettable. Who's
1: literally forgettable in that i do literally always forget that he exists like you say i don't even know who he is like where is he in the whole thing you say oh who are the characters in king's quest like well there's graham there's rosella there's alexander and that is it and you know there's there's side characters but you know those are the playable ones those are the main characters in the
2: series Mm -hmm. there's Connor over there in the corner having zero impact on my life.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because it looks like uh, Connor was a neighbor from a nearby village, but he happened to have been a peasant and a knight at the same time. So I really still don't know how he fits into the story.
1: How are you a peasant and a knight at the same time?
0: Yeah, that's a really good question. I mean, unless Wikipedia (laughs) is leading me wrong.
1: (laughs) We take it in turns to act as a sort of executive officer of the week.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but apparently he's got a destiny, so that that's sort of how he fits in. So this is a thing he's supposed
1: to do. Maybe um I don't know, maybe he got screwed over by only having one game because everyone else has at least two. <laughs> a peasant. Maybe he shouldn't
0: have had any game. <laughs> and maybe this I could agree. have been with more Graham or something. If I I mean there's something you could change. <laughs>
2: I feel like a peasant who's also a knight is, like, saying I'm an undercover cop in uniform.
1: <laughs> Not even, because that's at least kind of equal. That's like, yeah. I am the master and the slave. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, Connor, a lowly tanner, painter, and knight of Daventry. Damn, this guy's
1: talented. <laughs> That time management, though, hey?
2: Well, the personality went to his bloody bio. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, that's like a total, um, that's like Mary Sue writing for fan fiction. It's like the, the person who wrote its name is Connor. It's like, so Connor of Daventry is like a lowly peasant and laborer, but also the knight of the realm. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a, an eighth grade book report. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Her little sister's like, no, you got to put in that he's also a knight too. Uh, Okay. I just want to get more words in this assignment.
2: (laughs) Sounded more more like a jokey Tinder profile or something.
1: (laughs) That was assembled by Mad Libs. (laughs) (laughs) Shoemaker, knight, maybe one more occupation. Tanner, yes, Tanner. (laughs)
0: <laughs> but hey, anybody that can uh, banish a bad guy into the abyss has to be quite something. So,
2: Ooh, That was a tongue twister, mate. Good one. <laughs> Thank banish you. a bad guy into the abyss.
3: Mm.
0: Got it on my first try.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, you did.
2: <laughs> These are facts.
1: Just a, a quick one just to throw in here because uh, we're all getting all medieval. <laughs> a lot of dungeon crawlers I really wanted to get into but never really got into at the time. Like Gold Box Games, uh, Might and Magic... Uh, even a lot of the wizardries, Um, a lot of the classic era ones, they're all like first person dungeon crawlers are like screen by screen. Mm -hmm. I just, I can't play those. And um, I played Legend of Grimrock and I played that one so much easier. I was trying to figure out why I can play that one so much easier. But these other games that I really want to get into, they're of the era that I absolutely love. Um, And I just, you know, Really tried hard to get into them and I just couldn't. And I kind of realized, you know what? The only thing they needed to do, which they didn't have the tech for at the time, probably, is um, to have smooth scrolling between screens. As long as mm-hmm. I could connect, like, I'm facing this way and then I turn to face this way, as opposed to I'm facing this way and now I'm facing this way. It, it makes all of the difference to me. So I, I just can't, my my brain cannot connect a series of still photos together. But mm-hmm. if you link them together with smooth scrolling, then I'm fine. So so what about a game like
0: Elder Scrolls Arena then?
1: It's been a very long time since I tried Arena. Um, mm-hmm. So I can't speak very much of it except to say that at the time that I tried it, which is probably like a good 10 years ago now, I mm-hmm. uh, didn't really get into it. I, I couldn't even tell you anything about it at this point except that I played it for like 10 minutes and just gave up. So I don't know. <laughs> Um, you know, that, that I'd have to try it again just cause I, uh, what is it like screen by screen or is it like smooth scrolling or it's you know?
0: smooth scrolling and outside there's some screen by screen on the inside with the dungeons, but it's, it's more smooth scrolling. You don't have to pop room to room so much. So
1: okay, yeah, it's kind of right
0: in the middle of it. What, what year did this come out? So 94, yeah. right? So they right. were just kind of slipping from one direction right into the the other yeah. more smooth oh, scrolling stuff you know
1: I, I should also point out here just for for clarification's sake when I say smooth scrolling I don't even actually mean like Ultima Underworld style mm-hmm. I mean like just as long as the static screens move from one to the other mm-hmm. that's all I need
3: mm-hmm. uh, it'd be yeah, cool think- if you
1: did ultimate Underworld style that'd be cool but all I really need is like that Grimrock style um screen by screen they're static screens but it's just you can visually connect them as you move.
2: Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to be fluid, but it has to be like differential.
1: Are you even listening to me, Paul?
2: Look, this isn't about adventure <laughs> games. I'm trying my hardest, all right? I just want to fit in.
3: <laughs>
2: I knew that was a shallow comment I was making. I'm like, ooh, I hope they buy this.
0: <laughs> it did sound intelligent
1: on the surface.
2: <laughs> Maybe
1: you think so.
2: Saw <laughs> right through me, damn it!
1: All right, so um, tell you what, Paul. Uh, I, I know you're kind of out of your element when it comes to um, uh, games, so I'm um, gonna <laughs> <I laughs> just uh, 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 here. Here's one that you will relate to, and just, just to speed things up, because I we I think we all have a lot of picks, so we just got to make sure we get through this in a timely manner. Um, I would, I really want Police Quests one and three to have better driving systems because. Um, I know that police quest one VGA is technically better than police quest three. And, uh, I know that people hate police quest one EGA's driving, which I actually don't mind. I love it. Yeah. I mean, it, it, but it could definitely use a little bit of improvement. I just, um, I can't think at the top of my head exactly what to do about, uh, fixing it. I know police quest three is just like complete dumpster fire. (laughs) um, but just they just need something a little bit better i think at one point i kind of said it was a little bit facetious but uh i did kind of throw in that um uh original like grand theft auto 1 driving should be what police quest is but uh, <laughs> uh that's probably a bad idea because the second you like tip the curb you'll die i'm sure
2: mm-hmm. yeah that's true i still i still like that idea though for, just for a loose mechanic that would be kind of cool the original original gta Mm -hmm. driving in three and one's really hard like for the agi one speaking of it it's like i don't know how i feel about it i i I think i hate it but i also feel like (laughs) it's kind of it's kind of like a a a welcome change of pace for that game like a a nice little i don't know a moment to get your heart rate up kind of thing in that game but but if you think (laughs) about it you're like you're literally putting you have to put one pixel into the space of two pixels Mm-hmm. That that's driving that game, right? Like every <laughs> each lane is two pixels wide, and your car is one single pixel, and you gotta make these right angle turns. But, but it yeah. gave
0: you the freedom back then. You you could yes. decide to leave your lights on and run the red lights, or not behave. Yes. Or mm-hmm. or behave. And it was the first time I personally, of course, had ever played a game where it was like, you don't have to entirely follow the rules. This is like an arcade sequence. And once you have it memorized and down pad and you know where everything is, it's actually, it was a lot of fun and easy to navigate. But saying that as a grown up now, I'm like, yeah, I agree with you, Rick. Well, thank you. Yeah,
2: no, and that's a great, that's a great point, Anna, because it's... Uh, I, oh, I, think wait, Anna,
0: I thought you don't like overhead maps.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah 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 time i don't like time <laughs> we clarified that rick we're good moving on what were you gonna say paul
2: back to that bit where you were like i agree with you i like the um <laughs> <laughs> i like your point because i i referred to police quest one the hr one is my first like experience as as like a, an open world kind of game and yes. i think that's <laughs> that's kind of almost exactly why even having the freeway that you could get onto just gave you that <laughs> you know bit of thrill of feeling like an adult or whatever yeah mm-hmm. which even to this day i struggle to to feel like
1: maybe if like the driving sections in police quest were done like stunts you know that driving <laughs> game where you just like yeah, first yeah. just drive you know like a test mm-hmm. drive or a uh, need for speed or something like that just like you know put you behind the wheel <laughs> here's the <laughs> steering wheel and the uh, pedals and just Go drive to where you need to go. Well, you imagine Police Quest 2 could be like that, right?
0: When you're driving. They're like, I just feel like, hand me the, the wheel. I'll take this.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually kind of odd. It's bizarre they didn't make Keith the one who was driving in that game. Just because you don't mm-hmm. actually control the car at all. Might as well yeah, that's in. a good
1: point. Yeah. It's true. But he he's not really a multitasker, is he? <laughs> he
2: he's not really a do-anything kind of guy. <laughs> He smokes. Like anything.
1: He smokes. He complains. He's really good at smoking. (laughs) He just can't multitask. So as long as smoking is the thing he's doing, he can't do anything else. He can smoke and walk over there.
2: (laughs) 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 Uh, Let's see. I've got a a Police Quest 3 one myself. And that is uh, the one thing I would change is to get rid of the VGA version and make it EGA only. (laughs) (laughs)
1: um if if they were to be revamped uh into like um uh please quest 2 sci ega parser kind of style uh, i don't know really how to describe it you you know what i mean because i know that the vga version has an ega version uh but you know i don't like that one as much as you do i i think it looks like a vga game that has just been awkwardly stuffed into EGA limitations. Like yeah, D make, yeah.
2: Well, I, I I gotta admit, you you handle that like a real adult. That was that was more of my my um jokey take a jab at Rick and see if he gets angry about it answer. Because it's it's not my real answer, is 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 the problem. <laughs> and now I find myself waist deep and discussing it with you cordially, like adults. Um <laughs> <laughs> so, so exhibit A. Um I disagree, um, respectfully, of course. And, okay. yeah, and, and two, it's, uh, it's the colors. The palette reminds me of the first two. Those EGA, magenta, magneta, magneto, Mag- magenta. There we go. And, and, cayenne or cyan. I don't know. I've only ever read that word. I think it's cyan.
0: Cyan. Yeah.
2: Thank you. Yeah. They You're fit. They, they, it just, cause three's already got this divorce from the first two to me. And it's entire personality. So I feel like, like putting it back in that palette kind of brings it back to the, the first two.
1: I don't think that would be enough for me. I I think it just really needed to have started a new character and st- and story.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and that, and that that brings me to to the to what I was supposed to have said, <laughs> 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 which is which is police quest three should should not be Sonny Bonds. It should be completely started over. Or or conversely, don't demote him. But I think that would affect the plot too much. So so I would just say don't make it Sunny Bonds.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I uh, I mean, again, I, I gave my one thing I want to change, just change the driving and the rest all just kind of like, okay, fine, I'll go with this. But I, I do agree that um, uh, there's, it, it's kind of like the same Laura Bow conundrum where it's a sort of like, yeah, I kind of want more games of you, but how much can we really believe is going to happen to you in one lifetime?
2: Right, right. <laughs> yeah, and especially outside of a fantasy setting, like... A, 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 like a, ki- a King Graham yeah, exactly. or, or Roger Wilco, they're kind of exempt of that because you're already in, yeah. in sci-fi or fantasy land. But yeah, when it's based in in real life, you're absolutely right. There it has its limitations there. Yeah. So, or if yeah. it's
1: like really cartoony, like Leisure Suit Larry*. Yeah. yeah that yeah. obviously, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Yeah, exactly. So they should have they should have got rid of they shouldn't have they should have made it not Sunny and and had uh, made it Connor. It should have been just a, just your average <laughs> Connor. Connor. Should have been there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh,
1: how about you, Anna? What do you uh? What, what's your next bit? Do you have Do you have a police quest thing? Are you going I to pick have... on Police Quest Three as well? Sure.
0: I'll, well, I can pick on. Well, I'll pick on Police Quest Four. How about uh, don't exist? Could've... Yeah. How about How about we don't call it Police Quest Four? <laughs> Let's just <laughs> change the title of it entirely. We'll just call it like Open Season. It's a brand new well, game. It's to, a to police fair... procedural.
1: What? It's not Police Quest 4.
0: No, I know. It's it's Police Quest Open Season. But if you go into Google and type Police Quest 4, (laughs) you're going
1: to (laughs) guarantee that's what's going to come up. Yeah, but people (laughs) just call it that. It really should just be Police Quest Open Season.
2: If yeah. we're gonna drop the yeah. police quest moniker, they, it should be dropped from the SWAT franchise because by then they're just mm-hmm. way far gone. Like, like at least yeah. Open mm-hmm. Season still that, that style of adventure game. But for Open Season, I would say t- to drop to get rid of bloody Daryl Gates and and have it had been a Jim Wall's game in a fantasy.
0: That would have been scenario.
3: nice. Yeah, because
0: you know I couldn't really identify with John as the main guy, really. I didn't, uh, I didn't feel a connection with what storyline there was. And like, ah, uh, the lines. Anyways, I'm not going to go on critiquing the game right now. That's fine. <laughs> but my actual choice, I wasn't going to go for police quest. My actual to- choice is I would prefer it if when you typed and you brought up the text box, it would pause the game instead of just being a parser at the bottom for the early uh, King's Quest and Space Quest games, the first Leisure Suit Larry. I would like it to pause the game because, as I mentioned, I have a timing thing. So I always wanted to have my, my words prepped and I'd hit F3. So it would, it would just stress me out a lot less if it would pause every time I typed in those games. And if that had been the case, I believe I would have played the early King's Quest games earlier yeah. and Space Quest 1 and 2 earlier because the only reason I didn't as a kid was because the text box
1: didn't pause the game. It, it's really weird because, um, I swear that when I first played Please Quest decades ago on my old amber monochrome screen, I swear that when you type something, it would actually pop up that little text box. Like, I wonder if I it was a version. S- hmm. It must be, but I do specifically remember, um, I think it wasn't. That way for Space Quest One and it kinda of mm-hmm. struck me as odd because Police Quest One, uh I definitely Oh no, Police Quest One did did pause when you typed. I no, think it Police doesn't. Quest One,
0: didn't it? No, no. it doesn't. No. no.
1: I I've played that many times no, it since yeah, anytime, you are correct. Anytime I've played Police Quest One in color, it has always had the parser at the bottom. Yes, parser uh, at the bottom. Edit but, that out. But you when I it. played we can't now. <laughs> Can so you, you can't just yeah, just okay you're allowed to make a mistake once in a while oh okay (laughs) (laughs) but when i uh but i swear when i played the original please quest back on my amber monochrome computer that it had a parser box that just Hmm. functioned exactly like the sci parser box I just yeah. somebody's got to know about this. Like somebody, somebody has to write it
0: into us. We, yeah. I need to see that too because if, if it is indeed a version, I'll play it. And if somebody knows of a patch or an update that makes that happen for the older games, uh, Chad Armstrong, somebody, let me know.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's funny because I'm I'm really split down the middle with this one because I I've recently played Space Quest One, uh, AGI, and um, um bloody. Uh, King's Quest Four. So the the SCI. So so in other words, I just played uh, two games that had the the different angles. You know, the AGI games mm-hmm. not not pausing for you, and, and the SCI games pausing for you. And you're absolutely right. It's it it when it pauses for you, it removes so much stress. Like for example, mm-hmm. in in Space Quest with the the Orat, you know, you've, mm-hmm. you've only got you've got a really short amount of time before he comes out of you know towards you mm-hmm. from inside of his cave and gets you. and You got to type it really fast with no you know no spelling errors and and press enter. Um but there's also this aspect where, like, with those older AGI games, it takes a while to get from A to B. So, like, I, I like mm-hmm. the fact that when I'm walking across the screen to, to open a door, like, I can press open, I can type while he's walking, you know what I mean? Just to multitask, to feel like I'm stimulating myself while I'm waiting for him to <laughs> bloody get to the, the point. So there's, <laughs> there's like, a plus and minus to both. But I think, ultimately, I'd probably prefer it to pause the screen because of that that stress factor. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. So this is
1: just sort of a... uh kind of a minor entry onto this list. I'll try to get through it as fast as I can. Uh, it can apply to a lot of different games, but particularly I'm applying it to Okami because I've mentioned before that it's, Okami is probably one of my favorite games that I've never actually finished. <laughs> and uh, I, I played to a good part. I felt the closure. I felt the completion. It's just, it turns out that there's also a lot more game um, after that point. So I really wanted to go back and play it because it's like, it is great and i feel like it's a game that i should play all the way to the end and i you know it it was it's been released on several consoles since and it has been released on the xbox 3 it's not 360 it has been released on the xbox 1 which i do have in hd so i'm like yeah i'm on it and i bought it i loaded it up and i just realized on this playthrough that the cutscenes are unskippable and not very fast-forwardable. So, I... And it killed my momentum, and I have not made any further... I actually did not play very much of it at all, just because it's sort of like, yeah, 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 I know, I know, just let me skip through this. I just want to, you know, (laughs) power through the first half of the game so I can play the second half. (laughs) And, um, yeah, it's one of those things where, you know, as much as you press the buttons, as much as you push start or A or whatever... Yeah, like they, they won't speed up the dialogue for you. They print the dialogue really slow across the screen. Um, and you know, so they won't, they really control the pace of the cutscenes to extend the amount of time that you are forced to sit and watch them. It's like, you know, that's not too big a deal the first time you play it because you do really want to sit through these things, but, The second time through, it's like, yeah, I I really don't have time for this. I'm going to go play something else now. So unskippable cutscenes, generally not great ideas for games. But uh, I'm picking on Okami because that's the one that I really wanted to play all the way to the end. And I just Mm -hmm. can't anymore.
0: It's a pretty game. I'm just looking at some pictures now. Oh, it's beautiful. I love it. Wow.
1: It's so gorgeous.
2: Uh, Okami is is similar to the non-adventure game Doom, I must assume.
1: So, uh what's your next pick,
2: Paul? <laughs> Wolfenstein? <laughs> Prince of Persia. What, um what would
1: you what would you change about Wolfenstein?
2: Uh got nothing. Nothing. His <laughs> his name should have been the Bear Jew. That that would have made, that would have made it just a little more even enjoyable for myself. Um <laughs> Is uh all right is it my turn you you do go after me, so yes, oh right, yeah, so for my next one, like and had, had alluded to timing and and timing's a big a big a big stressor, a big issue for me in, in any game that it's in, any adventure game that it's in, so yeah any mm-hmm. game that it's in as far as i know um <laughs> <laughs> i I don't like it uh, kind of at all it just it just really stresses me out i I could see it being i could i can let it slide in the, the Laura bow games. Um, well, especially Colonel's Bequest, in that point, it's actually necessary. But Dagger of Amon like, towards the ending, you have a time sequence with, with death. And I, I'll let it, uh, that's the only time I'd probably let it slide. Even though in that case with Dagger, it really stresses me out. But the one I'm going to bring up is, is in King's Quest 3. Um, <laughs> I don't like it. It, it, it makes, it takes away any fun that I might have potentially had, uh, away from casting endless spells. Um, but I, I can also Devil's Advocate kind of see how it's crucial to the plot and not having a lot of time to gather all your items and come back and hide them. Like I see the appeal for those who aren't, you know, like hyper stressed out by it. So instead of saying, I know I'm being super verbose. I'm sorry. Instead of saying changing the timing for for King's Quest three, I'm gonna say they should have had manana say (laughs) nailed it. Say I'm going to lay down for an hour or. You know, I'm going to take a nap for the next 25 minutes. Like
3: mm-hmm.
2: just let us bloody know how much time I've got. Like it's one thing to stress about the time, but it was a whole other mm-hmm. for me to not even have any idea how much time I had. Right.
0: Cuz either the time was stressful or it was traumatizing depending on the age you played the game at. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. <laughs> at 36 it was bloody traumatizing.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Can't imagine how this is going to
2: affect my life going forward. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I guess it goes back to you know this was what 1986. We people had nothing going on like we, we bang on about in these shows. You, you had plenty, you have plenty of time to figure out that it was 25 minutes. But I don't like it.
1: Well, that's I sharp. Don't like it. Not one damn yeah. bit. Not one bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so that's the <laughs> only thing that you would change for King's Quest three. <laughs> no, everything no. else is fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I get, yeah, and that's I get, kind of the spirit of this episode Is that you only want to change one thing So you're basically vouching for the rest of everything In Qu- King's Quest 3
2: Oh, I never thought about that That in picking one I would be letting everything off the hook
1: Yes That's what we're doing here, Paul
2: <laughs> Well, maybe uh, Maybe King's Quest 3 should have been Leisure Suit Larry 4 You know, just kind of letting bloody...
0: <laughs> Instead of Codename Iceman I could buy that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah
1: Codename Iceman should have been Police Quest Iceman. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I guess
0: that's it. I think we've all had our turns. Wait, uh, do you you have any more? I was just about to ask. Does anybody have any more? No, I don't.
1: Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, I got one more. Yeah. Um, And again, this is very brief because I can't even talk very much about the game. I played like 30 minutes of it. Um, and about like 10 minutes of that was dying on a stupid knife puzzle. And, um, uh, I think that Manhunter needs mouse support Mm, and mm -hmm. nothing else. Everything else is fine as far as I've ever played, (laughs) but I, you know, I love the graphics. It's something that the Murray's have done, right? Legit really love the graphics. It's just beautiful, beautiful, um, Mm -hmm. in exactly the right ways. And, you know, I, I really want to play it. I, the, the story already has me gripped from the get-go, mm-hmm. but I just can't do it without the mouse support. I was so stunned and let down that mm. it predated mouse support of any sort. I was like, no, come on. If if I could just have that, then I would totally play through this game so bad.
0: I guess they were just carrying on from their Ancient Art of War series. Oh, God, they those just, two. They didn't have any mouse support, and you go back to play it, and it's like, oh, right, that. I forgot.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to throw, throw those into the pile, too, because those definitely mm-hmm. would be great. I'd still be playing to this day. Mm-hmm, I still mm-hmm. do kind of, but I would definitely uh, play more if they had mouse support. So, yeah, everything but the Murrays, just mouse. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, maybe if Gold Rush didn't exist. <laughs> You funny dick.
0: and i'll throw in you know how how about mist uh add some deaths in there make it a game give me a reason <laughs> to like click on something else because it prevents me from dying you know Let, let's get some progression going here
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that's about all the time we have for today. Uh, So come find us on Facebook. We're a group and we're a page. Uh, You can find us on Twitter at the CG Guild. Uh, If you'd like to support the show, we're on Patreon. Come find us at the Classic Gamers Guild. Thank you all very much to all of our supporters who currently support the show, especially to those of you in the extra special thanks tier. Namely, that is Jay Holmes and Mark Fillion. We really appreciate your contributions. You can also write to us by email if you still email and do that that sort of thing we are at mail at classic dot com. any final words no all right um i hope paul is not doing a murder <laughs> oh you are there oh, okay I? I, I thanks for <laughs> responding to the call to action paul
2: well i was like what if what if i say that but then anna had things to say and it would have just you know no, that
0: one's bloody, usually yours
2: <laughs> but you just don't don't do a bloody murder
3: all right to say is this is like